This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. What's going on? Facebook Live, YouTube, Jay Randall. What up? What, what keeps going off? Is that your phone? Yeah, it was getting a text. Sorry, I'm a busy guy, you know. So popular these days. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're a busy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Dude, I have paint on my hands. Look. <laughs> Look, I've been painting all day. <laughs> what have you been painting? The store. Ooh, store. How's yeah. Tennessee, man? It's cool, man. Um, you know, I really haven't gotten the outdoor side uh, enjoyed yet, but uh, you know, at least the scenery is nice. You know, I'm hoping this week. I'm hoping this weekend to get some fishing in or something. There you go. There you go. There you yep. go. Well, boys and girls, we got uh, some of the rest of the crew in here doing a little after-hours edition, talking about some 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 hot topics, some things going on. So we got none other than Jimmy Skinner and Perry in the one, the only, Susie Roloff. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, boys and girls? Yeah. Hey. What up? How we doing? How we doing? Living the dream, drinking some muchachos. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Just got real up in here. That's Dan, what it is. Dan's getting. What is that even? 
Uh, it's like good people's yeah. local brewery. It's it's their version of like a Mexican beer. Nice, nice. Kind of like similar to a Corona or what? Yeah, some you know something around Tecate. there. Tecate. Yeah, Tecate Pacifico, something like that. Right on. Soul. Right on. Yeah. I like souls. Souls are good. Pacifico is like even better. Yeah, Pacifico is my favorite. You know, I'd really like to like Modelo because of like the foil wrapper. You feel like, you know, <laughs> drinking something out of a gold <laughs> bottle, but I don't know. I don't just because of that. The gold foil. Yeah. He's like, you know, I feel more respectable when I drink. Yeah. <laughs> if there's like a Mexican champagne of beers, it's definitely the Modelo. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, anybody got anything they want to kick off with? Susie and alligators. <laughs> I haven't watched the video, but I, I did see Jimmy's comment, like that sinister <laughs> laugh, and like you got like super giddy, and I could just picture it because Susie gets that oh, like, real sinister laugh when she's excited about something. <laughs> Dude, I was dying at this customer's video. house today when I was I, I had to watch it again just because I saw somebody talking about the comment and it's because uh, it's literally like she just found her evil sidekick. It is hilarious. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get this to pull up here. Yeah, she uh, she she straight up lost her shit <laughs> over an alligator, huh? Like, what was it, Susie? You just never I seen an alligator? I had like, when I was down in Texas, I was just like, all right, I want to see an alligator. I don't care how big or small, and I want to catch a Texas bass. And I did both. And so, like, I wasn't even, like, expecting to see the alligator because, like, they kept on telling me, well, we're not really in the right part of the lake to see one or whatever. They're you know? everywhere in Lake Fork. That's bullshit. Like, well, they're like, literally I've never everywhere. Been, so, like, I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> And so, you know, we go back in this like back little creek arm and whatnot, you know, and I'm casting around or whatever. I'm talking to Katie Baca, you know, and all of a sudden I was just like, oh my God, there's an alligator. <laughs> and I just like lose my shit. I'm so excited. There's no other way to put it. Completely <laughs> lost your shit. I, I think I got it here. I think I got it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Boom, boom. I can, like, I can pull it up too. <laughs> That's what she said. Or film it, or you know, photos. Is there any chance you were drinking out there? <laughs> no. Look at that. Look at that unsecured phone. It is totally secure. Yeah, there's a tether you underneath her thumb. You can tether, see it now. Yeah, it's, it's tethered on there, dude. I learned my lesson the first time I lost my phone in the water. <laughs> I don't tether mine anymore. I don't care. It's hilarious. I, I need a new phone. <laughs> well, let's. I mean, that's one of the things I had on my list of things to talk about because I knew you were jumping on, Susie. Like, uh, for those that don't know why you were in Texas, let's talk about that because that's a pretty cool thing. I know it's something you've been doing for a couple of years now, um, and it it doesn't get the attention it deserves. I feel sometimes. Very true. So uh, I was down at Lake Fork, Texas for the Women's Fishing Federation. It used to be called the Worldwide Women's Fishing Federation. It used to be kind of like a different acronym, but then they changed it uh, just within the last two years to WFF. 
Tax evasion. And what? That's <laughs> a tax evasion name change. Uh, no. <laughs> it's it's totally nonprofit. But um, basically what it is, is um, it was founded and created by Christine Fisher, Mel Isaacs, and Amanda Brandon. And their idea was to get you know, together and bring women together to, you know, help them learn, you know, knowledge, skills, everything in between when it comes to like, not just kayak fishing, but like fishing in general, you know, giving them the uh, encouragement, giving them the, the foundation and, you know, just giving them the drive and the encouragement to get out there because, you know, in this day and age right now, you know, fishing is like, pretty highly male based uh, sport. And so like when a woman wants to kind of go out and fish and it's just nothing but guys, they're going to be really intimidated to get out there. And so what this does is this creates kind of that open space where any woman of any background, any knowledge base, whether you've never touched, um, you know, a fishing rod or a fishing lure or whatever, or you might be, you know, really experienced. It doesn't matter the skill set, <clears throat> the age, location, where you're from. Anybody can come and join, and we put on different classes and seminars. Um, we had Jeff Little there, who yeah, put I saw on that one. an awesome demonstration on, you know, tipping a kayak, trying to, finding that point of no return, how to get back onto your kayak, how to flip it back over. And a bunch of other awesome skills, you know, that you could potentially need while you're out on the water. Um, so it was just awesome to, uh, you know, have all these different ladies. We had about 55 ladies from 20 different states, like all over the country. We had ladies from Maine, California, Florida, Wisconsin, um, Michigan, uh, like all over the place come to this event. So it, it's not just seclusive to one area. And we kind of change locations uh, each year just to kind of, you know, pertain to like, okay, we want to be closer to these anglers this year and then this part of the country this year type of thing. Because the very first year we were down in uh, Forsyth, Missouri, which is real close to Branson. And that was our first event. Um, our second event got canceled because of COVID. Um, but our actual second event was actually up in lacrosse uh, last year in Wisconsin. And then, of course, this year was uh, down at Lake Fork, Texas, uh, which was pretty awesome. I mean, the, the fishing down there, it, it may not have been the best, but like we, we had like tons of resources. We had tons of sponsors. We had tons of volunteers coming out to help to, you know, get these women set up with everything. Like I took both of my kayaks. I had a loner kayak that a couple different ladies used throughout the weekend. I probably handed out, you know, 20 packs of like different types of plastics or whatever, you know, because like people came there like, well, I don't know what to use or I didn't know what to bring. Or some ladies flew in and they were really limited on what they can use. So like I literally like took like my whole tackle shop with me just so that I could make sure that everybody was going to be set up with what they needed. And so, like, I had, like, all of my stuff, like, on my bed. I was like, step into my office. Uh, let, let's go shopping and, you know, see what I can get you set up with. Nice. And so it was just awesome to, you know, get these ladies set up and excited to, you know, get out there, get on the water, get them comfortable, um, get them um, confident, you know, because that that's, like, one of the biggest things is getting them, you know, to get out there <clears throat> and, you know, know that, 
Yeah, it may be a heavily male sport, but they can still get out there and kick all these guys' asses, you know, like no problem. <laughs> sure, sure. So, but no, yeah. It's, it's super cool, man. Like I like how you guys do the seminars and stuff. Like, uh, you know, uh, one lady local to the shop here, I turned her on to that event because I knew you were a part of it. And um, I know she – it was a Missouri one she went to, right? For the first one? Yeah, that was the first one. Yep. And now she's been going to every single one. Uh shout out to Heidi Britton. Um mm -hmm. yeah, she's you know, and and I know after the first time she went, she came back and she was like, Thank you so much for telling me about this. It was like just a great time. I felt super comfortable. And she's like I've fished with her before and tried to show her a few things, you know, and she's like very shy and like, you know feels intimidated like you're talking about like going out on the water with me but going with you or some of the other ladies man it just it made her feel so much more comfortable and i know she took a lot away from that which is awesome awesome yeah. for sure yeah and it's it's also awesome to see like where a lot of these ladies have like gone since the very first event you know like i, I i'm trying to remember if i had like my outdoor woman um brand to myself i can't really remember for sure when i officially started that but you know people from um uh tracy seabill uh joseph's she's old uh, old lady angler now you got kate feel with kate fishing um alicia joy outdoors um and there's even people like who aren't big in like the kayak fishing scene so i had um Emily Aldridge, uh, up from Wisconsin, who's now Real M Fishing, like, she's got her own brand now, and she just bait fishes, so it's just, like, nice. seeing these ladies grow into the sport, and grow the sport, and, like, you know, kind of do their own thing is really awesome to see, because, you know, <clears throat> one of the seminars that we had down there was, like, how to brand yourself, how to, like, sell yourself, and, like, obtain sponsors, you know, and one of the biggest things that we were trying to like nail in the head with these ladies is just like, you know, just be yourself, you know, because nine times out of 10, you know, a, a group or a company is going to be super excited that a, a lady is getting into the sport. So like, yeah, but you know, th th there's also the, the point of, you know, knowing when to like say no to certain companies too, because like, you know, some companies, unfortunately in this day and age, it's all about sex sales. So, you know, you got to think about, are you going to be represented? Well, are you going to be able to represent the company? You know, uh, what, what kind of, um, you know, contractual limitations are you going to have with them? Like, are they going to make you uh, post, you know, on your Facebook, like, so many times a month or have so many like tags in your post, you know, there's all these different uh, stipulations that, you know, being part of either pro staff or uh, pro whatever you want to call it, you know, come with it. So it's also learning to be smart, you know, when you're choosing and reaching out to some of these different companies, because, you know, anybody can get like a 10% discount just about anywhere. But it's also knowing how to like properly like sell yourself, um, start conversations with some of these different organizations and not to just limit it to like fishing stuff, you know, reach out there, you know, and go for like other stuff. Like if you're wearing a certain brand of sunglasses, you know, or if like you wear a certain type of shoes, 
you know, don't limit yourself just to like the fishing brands, you know, reach out there to like some of the other different audiences as well. Can we come too? Because like, I think we may need some of that help. <laughs> I mean, like we did have, uh, so we had Guillermo Gonzalez out there uh, helping us with some of the classes. Again, Jeff Little. Um, we had, um, I know there was a couple other guys out there helping us, but there was, um, there was two spouses that did come with their wives. They may not have necessarily like attended much because they definitely felt awkward being like, you know, some of the only guys, you know, in this group of women. I mean, we're certainly not going to turn anyone down just because like they're a spouse or whatever. So, I mean, if you know a lady or you have a lady and you want to take her with you and be like, hey, go to this event and I'll go with you. You know, you could totally do that as well. Have you guys uh, decided where you're going next year yet? We, so I know they're talking and thinking about. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Maybe kind of somewhere out east, southeast. We don't know for sure. Um, one of the biggest challenges is when we get kind of that big of a group, even though like 50 some people doesn't seem like it's a big group. But when you're trying to plan and coordinate everything and you're trying to have like classes like out on the water and whatnot. So you got to think about a lot of different logistics, you know, like a lot of people have their boats on trailers, um, you know, they got to get everything set up and, you know, you're limited on the ramp space and launch space. So the timing and consideration into all that, you know, before everybody's even out on the water, you've just spent two hours trailering, getting people set up and all that. So, you know, we're trying to find a lake where everybody can just keep their gear either like on a beach or like the side of lake or something like that and not worry about, you know, theft or anything like that. But which, mind you, it was pretty crazy doing this down in Texas, but like, we left, like, I, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, too, but, like, we left everything, like, in our trucks and stuff like that. But, I mean, like, there was always people walking around. It was patrolled pretty well. So, like, we never felt like our stuff was going to get stolen or anything. But, um, but yeah, it, it would be easier to have all the ladies kind of, like, in one spot staying in, like, the same general area, which a majority of them did. But I know some other ladies, um, you know, stayed at like Airbnb, Airbnbs not too far away. Um, so it's it's been a little challenging finding something to accommodate us. It's like a big group, especially out on the water type of thing. But uh, yeah, they're thinking maybe somewhere out east, southeast area. I got I got something for you, right? I'm just saying I'm gonna share I'm gonna share this on the screen. You guys ready for this? I'm just saying. <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jay could pass. I'm just saying. That's gold. I don't even know how I feel about this. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. 
That's old. That's when that face app came out, and I remember I was messing with it. I got a funny one of uh, Jason Ricketts, too. I, I should probably pull that one up, too. I mean, oh, we could anything with that mug down. is funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's super cool, man. Uh, um, how many girls or girls, how many ladies did you guys have last year compared to uh, this year? Uh, last year, I think we only had like maybe 20, 20 some odd. It was just, it was a weird year last year, just because like, you know, there were still weird things going on with COVID and like trying to find like a, a good hosting spot and a good area and whatnot. So, but yeah, we've, we've definitely increased our very first year. We had, I think like 48 or something like that. But then yeah, this year is, has been our biggest year. You know, right we on. happen to have a relationship with beautiful Eastport Lodge on the shores of Dale Hollow Lake. I know. Yeah, everybody could yeah, stay there. I would I would hit up Richard for sure. That was one thing that crossed my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use the use the uh the farm up there as your like seminar place, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just get everybody in houseboats and you can just leave all your shit in the water like we did. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, fishing probably ain't gonna be any good. But <laughs> yeah, you you'd have to go somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Real cool, man. Well, uh, congrats to you ladies who threw on that event, man. That was uh super cool, man. I, I dig that. I love seeing that uh coming into the sport, man, especially nowadays, you know. Uh so many new people coming into it, which is awesome. Awesome to see. But um Next topic I had on, on, on the docket was, uh, do you, a lot of, what, there's two, three, three of us in here that are going Newport Vessels. Do you think that's going to replace the Torquedo? Mm-mm. For the money, no. yes. Yeah, for the money. I, a lot of people I think can't afford 2300 bucks. I think that it forces a, like a, a, yeah, redo of your sales plan. I don't think it shoves them out. Jeff's too big a name, and they're still the only person with a three horsepower. Like we just signed up with them at the shop because, sure, Newport exists, but the eleven oh three is the you know the fucking LS motor of the kayak world. And he's the only guy making one. So right now, like, well, exactly. Like, but I think. I think now that because I mean who who's his competition really been before now exactly nothing you know right, motor right. I don't put motor guy in that speak. same market <laughs> no <laughs> no no but uh, I think maybe maybe it forces them to change like do you foresee uh, Torquedo like moving over to that kind of you pick your own battery platform that's hard to say I would say like maybe they do both. Okay. Like because their battery packs are like kind of already a thing, already established. Like and I don't know all the like technical crap, but the one thing theirs does that Newport doesn't is with its GPS setup, it can actually like tell you like the range and percentages you have left very accurately and Newport won't do that. Sure. Um so, I mean, that's another one of his little, like, ace in the hole. Like, mine does this, yours does that. Sure. But at the same time, I've always wondered why they didn't have it both ways. 
like I don't care about the GPS part of it is because if I don't have that, then I just put a hundred amp hour battery in front of it and don't worry about it. You know, right, right, right. Just run two or three days with it. But. <clears throat> no, it, it just uh, I bring it up because I just see more and more Newport vessels being put on kayaks and stuff like that. And cheap. Well, and that's yeah. just it, right? It's more affordable for the average. Yeah, we can Joe. Broke folks. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know. Jay got has a torpedo, but he got a killer deal from a buddy of his that was kind of getting on a kayak fishing. You know, it's the um, only way I would have bought one. I mean, honestly, it's it's either that or I would have got a Newport because for everybody it's gonna be money. And I mean, when you really look at the reality of spending over two G's on, like, even though it's a wonderful motor, but I mean, let's face it, it's this little piece of you know metal and plastic goes on the back of your kayak. It's hard to justify that amount, you know, when there's so many other things that you can buy for that, you know, and you're like, uh, you know, it was, but yeah, as Brian said, I got lucky. Well, and, I mean, playing know. devil's playing devil's advocate, right? Like at the end of the day, when, if you buy the Newport, you still have to buy the battery. And if you want something that's mm -hmm. as capable as the Torquedo battery or like a hundred amp hour, like Jimmy said, you're about in the same ballpark now. Mm. That's true. Like 800 yeah. for a good one. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at, you're at two, 2000 to 2100. So you are, I mean, you're talking about a hundred dollars. Yeah. But I mean, I get your devil's advocate thing, but if you're doing it that way, it is the same ballpark, but it's not because you've just like doubled the range. That's true too. Like, That's true too. Because like you can get an amped outdoors 50, 24 volt 50 for, I actually think it is like 800 bucks and that 50, I can't remember all of it. I know it gets you further than the, the small Torquedo pack that comes with the, uh, yeah, I think it's like the 403A, 403A and it's, and it's the smaller, whatever it's like that 1900 is. or something, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it. I can't remember, but I, I mean, I, again, I think that you're seeing more of them because the price, and I don't think, mm -hmm. I don't think that goes away anytime soon, but it's, it's just like any other brand. Like it's all great when you don't have competition and then you have competition and then you got to change some stuff. So and I, I was selling Torquedo back in 2007. I mean, they've been doing the same thing for a long time and they've always been high, super high priced. It's a, because it's, it's jamming. Just, so yeah. the 403A is 1999. Um, and when I put in Torquedo kayak motor, um, here, let me share screen so that way uh, anybody watching can can kind of follow along with this stuff. Um, so I just Google searched Torquedo kayak motor, NK180, 999. The 1103, there's two options, and that's the battery option. So it's between 2900 and 2600 um but when i scroll down to the 403a it's 1999 so does the battery automatically come with a torpedo one of them does one of them yes. does a smaller okay. one right yeah it was i think with the 403 it's the smaller and the 1103 you can pick yeah isn't it like How a 360 something 
So here, let me uh, go straight to it's funny. I got it. I don't remember. I was about to say, like, you haven't. <laughs> I know. I, I, it's, I even haven't written on, even I haven't written on the batteries. I got both of them. So I know which one's which. That just tells you how much I pay attention. It's just a spur of the moment. He just looks at one, and the bigger number is the one he goes with. Yeah. So the hey, 403. The 403A. Is the smaller battery that's 2000. The 403 AC is the one that'll give you a little more distance that's 25, and then the 1103 is 29. And I think there is an option for a smaller battery on that. Um, I, I think like, I, I don't, it, I was gonna say, I think it'd be in Torquedo's best interest i mean i know they want to do proprietary because i mean obviously that makes everybody buy the batteries but i think you need to recognize that somebody may already have a battery and wants to upgrade and they've got to open up that door and let there be an adapter of some kind where they can run their own battery i mean you got to give folks that option because not one everybody invests so much money in these batteries and then you know and and you want to make a change to another motor. And, and torpedoes are good. I mean, I'm not saying they're not. <clears throat> I mean, we all know they're good. But if you, the, I think the one thing that would deter you is, well, the price, you know, sticker shock. But the batteries are proprietary. So you really can only use it for your torpedo. So, but like, like Dan said, that they've been around for so long, kind of the same way. I mean, he's came out with new product, but the system's the same. I mean, mm-hmm. You got to think that the explosion of the lithium marine batteries is very recent. So when this was all getting designed and developed, it probably wasn't a thought, you know. Yeah. That's, and and but now I mean, it's like you can you can can Amazon a Chinese lithium battery like. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I just I just Google search twenty four volt lithium battery, and I mean there's one here export expert power twenty four volt fifty amp. You know, like six eighty nine. Uh, Dakota, yeah, Dakota Lithiums was uh, nine eighty nine for their twenty four volt fifty amp. Uh, this is Ampere Time, hundred amp hour for eight nineteen. You know, like there's so many, and that's the thing too. Like uh, I saw a post recently. I think it might have been on um, what the heck was it. Uh, on kayak bass nation and it was a lithium battery but like it melted or something like that and like they pulled the cover off and it was like this little like cheap lead acid battery inside the the actual lithium battery yeah That's just. Well, that's the thing too. You gotta, you gotta be careful on uh, what you're, what you're getting. You know what I mean? So, interesting it's stuff. True. I mean, is, but I mean, battery. Jimmy, you're right way. though, Jimmy. You won't hear me say that a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna clip that, and every time I'm having a bad day, I'm just gonna replay that. You're right, Jimmy. Thank you, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> just, just this one. And I said it publicly. <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> no, I mean it, you're you're right though. I, I think you know uh, you know because you know Newport is still kind of new. Torquedo really hasn't had any, um, you know any uh, uh, what's it called uh, competition you know to this point. Except what was that other one, the Bass Yak or what's that other 
kayak motor that was out before or still Bigs is. Bigsby? It's like, no, not the Bixby. It's something else. It basically looks like a trolling motor. But it's a, like a smaller setup. It's more it, it's it's geared towards kayaking. Whatever. Either way. But the, you know, the new port is basically, I mean, let's face it, it looks just like the Torquedo. But um Oh yeah, it's exactly the same you know, for sure. It's the amazing world of patents ten percent change. Uh-huh. Yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love it. I, I mean, I greatly appreciate it. Thank Patent you to whoever had the balls to do it. <laughs> What'd you say, Dan? I think it's patent expiration. Like they had it out. They had that patent for so long, it finally expired, and then Newport was well, able. You can have it, and you can hold the design, or you can have it, and all the person has to. Because I know, like talking with people, even like John React Gadget, all you got to do is change it 10% and you put your own patent on it. So his 10% could be it being self-sustained or self-provided batteries. That's 10% difference. I think you're going to see too, like the longevity of those motors, right? That's I mean, something really I have tested. I have heard that they don't do great in salt water. That no matter how well you clean them, they corrode like hell because they're not I don't think they got all the stainless goodies on the inside. Yeah, I recently but saw I don't plan on going in salt like, with mine, so I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently saw yeah. something where somebody pulled like the prop off and like the the prop shaft was like had some rust pitting or pitting rust or however you want to put that. If it'll give that. me like three years before the rust eats it in half, I feel like that's what I would have to pay for one. It's well worth it. I could buy one every few years. I mean, how how long are torpedoes lasting? Like forever, <laughs> because forever. They're, I was going to say they're, the same they're thing. Cut, like anybody. I've got a buddy Matt that's had one since like he bought it used like four years ago. It's an original four hundred three, not a four hundred three A AC, none of that. An original. Um, their customer support's so good that like he sent it in. They did a maintenance overhaul on it. He used it for two years, decided he needed the shaft cut down for a different application, sent it back to him. They overhaul it again, sent it back to It's still going in the same battery pack. Like he's bought an extra one, but that same battery is still kicking. That's like it's the good setup stuff. I got. That's I think Jay's got probably... the original, right? Yep. I got the is yours like super well, loud. Yeah, it's, it's loud. And the, and the, um, the uh, the shaft is shorter too, because yeah. remember how we were talking about on the frontier, man. That thing is just barely under the water, <laughs> you yeah. know. I mean, it's as far as it goes down on the, you know, and it it's fine, but it'd be nicer if I could get a little lower. I I remember hitting up Jeff Little about it, and I was asking him, I was like, hey, can you, you know, is there a way to do this? You know, make it lengthen, whatever. He's like, no. He's like, you know, you can't compromise the inside of the shaft like at all um basically you have to send it in but i don't even remember past that part of the conversation if it was even an option or you just got to buy the new the newer 403 to get the length out of it you know but or just go with the 1103 but um but yeah it's, it's a good it's a good motor though man i mean like you know i got my list and i've always been tempted to put on the list because i know that the motor would sit way lower in the water but either way though it moves that frontier you know the the, the F twelve at a uh, almost five miles an hour, like loaded. Yeah. yeah. So that's I think Brian still gets five in his unlimited with the Newport with four hundred pounds of gear. Dude, I really want to <laughs> yeah. put it. I really want to put it on a Flint and see what it does. I'm very I bet tempted. Cook. 
I don't know. The, I can don't. say that the Flint actually disappointed me with a different motor setup because its hull speed is not there. Like, interesting. It, it did not, like, I could probably, like, if I'm really getting it, I could probably paddle it faster. Because you can, I mean, you can smoke paddling oh. in the Flint. Yeah. If you're That's but, what like, I got the same me. speed with a motor setup on it because the added weight of the motor setup and the battery. Now, this was a 100 amp hour 12 volt. Sure. Which, I mean, if we're going to talk about that, my 100 amp hour 12 and my 50 amp hour 24 weigh the same. Um, but, like, all of the added weight and shit to get the motor on the flint, you you didn't gain. I got no speed. I mean, you didn't have to paddle. That was kind of cool. And now I will, if you're steering with the motor, dude, that thing will cut a freaking circle in the river, though. Like, it, like, nose out of the water, just whoop, and it's, you know, back up the river. We've got one at the shop right now. We've got a Newport bolted onto a uh, Crescent CK1. Okay. I can't. I can't wait to get that thing in the water. There's, I, <laughs> Is, I might bring uh, it home with me this weekend just because I want to. It's either going to go really fast or I'm going to sink it. You know, I'm kind of curious. Speaking of the Crescent, have they announced when they're releasing Drew's boat? I know they released like the little teaser video or whatever. They haven't. Uh, they haven't. I don't think publicly, but I know when we we're getting the first batch at our shop, and I know what day they're getting there because we're going and grabbing a couple of them. Is it so summer? You heard it here. Can you say summer? I can't or fall? tell you. No, um, Spring? summer. Summer. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you when we get off just because you work with a shop. But uh, I won't even say that. I was about to give away a big piece of info. <laughs> we'll have a couple of them in North Alabama <laughs> before anyone else does. I can say that. And I won't be owning them, but they will be here. Nice. Nice. Speaking of boats, Dan went to the dark side. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. How you like that? I tried to get one of the Jackson Nar. Like I, I twisted arms and twisted legs and did everything I could to get a gnar, but because I, I, I prefer, I prefer the, gnar, gnar, gnar. the the pedal motion. Yeah, yeah, but, um, centrifugal or circular. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I went to a hobby. I, I just how you liking I, it, man? Um, I've taken it out a couple times. It's good. I mean, it's just it's so different from what I had. It's just going to take a while to get used to. And I, I really, you know, I have a one eighty because I was worried about the durability. Sure. 360 and um i really get how a 360 would be awesome you know so sure it would be awesome but Susie, yeah. uh, the one that we repaired at del hollow it blew up so me and Susie <laughs> put one that was almost in pieces tightened everything up dude called me the next day said like, this thing's working better than it's ever worked he took it to a tournament the next weekend he texted me in the middle of the day said yeah it blew up there's shit everywhere <laughs> What Hobie replaced it for him, but I mean, yeah. But then, how long are, are you at without a kayak? Well, if you have a good shop support, you're not. Mm -hmm. because we we had spare pedal drives. Well, my so shop's we, two and a half hours away, so that's like a day drive. Yeah, yeah. I lose a day. You should just buy a boat. Yeah, because how far is your I shop like from you, pedal. Susie? You're probably what an hour and a half each way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hour and a half. Yeah. That's what I am, hour and a half each way. So yeah, what what Quest did for me, um, because I I felt so out of place like at Texas because I didn't have my 360 with me, but they lent me a um, a bright orange papaya, papaya. Uh, 180, um, which you know did the job, but like 
I didn't have my graph or anything like that. So like, I, I felt like really like kind of out of place because like I wanted to see the structure and the temperature Trees. and all that other stuff. But, you know, I, I still made it work and whatnot. But, uh, but yeah, they were able to lend me that boat uh, in the meantime while I'm waiting for my uh, 360 to get fixed. Um, you broke a belt, they, didn't you? Yeah, the dry belt. Yep, I snapped it. So, um yeah, that's covered under warranty, and I hope to pick it up on my way up to Wisconsin uh, next Friday. Oh, that's so right. You guys got a KBL up. event, right, or something? Uh huh. On Akanamawak. What? Akanamawak. Akanamawak. Yeah, on uh, Lake Akanamawak. In uh, it's it's Akanamawak. Is it? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Walk. It is. It's Akanamawak. It is. It's But it, 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 like the way it's spelled looks like the way Susie's saying it, but it's pronounced Akanamawak. Typical Akanamawak. American. Yeah, really, the reason Typical I went to Illinois. Hobie, I, I just wanted to put a motor, a Newport on the back of my kayak, and I couldn't do that with Old Town. Yeah. I, I didn't have a choice. I wanted to stay with Old Town, but. Does they don't it, make anything you can put a motor on. Doesn't the old town have the four bolt main pattern in the back though? No, that's just for a power pole because you still have the the uh, the rudder in the back. Hmm. Oh it... yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, Torquedo makes a, a, a power pole mount, well, I think, for their motors. Well, on the water innovations, they... that's who it is on the water. Yeah, yeah, they they make okay. they make a whole like two thousand dollars setup. Well, I mean it'd be like three grand with the Torquedo, where it's a setup where you can take off your rudder and then you use the um, and that's if you have the skills to to put in it, you know, to put in run all the wires through the hole and all that good stuff. Come on, bro, you, you got skills. You got math like skills, that. bro. Yeah, not no, <laughs> I won't have them. Dude, skills. if you, you had decided to do that, I would have one hundred percent done it for you, man. I love rigging kayaks too. Still fine. But but then you have to you can take the torpedo off and add. They have a rudder that you can put in place and and all that. But mm -hmm. the setup was so expensive, it just it was cost prohibitive. It it didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, man. I get that. I I always forget about the rudder in the back. The way that they because they mount those right to the back <laughs> of the boat, so they flip up and down, right? Yeah. yeah. And and that's a bad thing about the power pole mount on the big on the big water is. I've had a power pole and I kept having issues where the it would get stuck and it wouldn't come back up and that's why I eventually yeah. got rid of it. But they Let sell the. Uh oh. Did did you use the battery on that? Did you have the battery yeah. or were you? Mm -hmm. So it was the 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 actual power pole battery. Yeah. Dude, everybody has a problem with that. I did too. Jameson uh, had it as well. Uh, they say yeah, it's a firmware right. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so the only way to get around that is to run that on a like a regular battery. Is just mm. go to an external battery like hardwired in. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, we were like in the Snake River, dude, and the thing just would just bottom out and you're screwed. You know, and then yeah. you gotta like, you know, do the release and then either have a buddy come over and help you. Or actually, you take the battery off. That's yeah, thing. you take the battery off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and that's what I had to the do, back but... of a buddy, yeah. Yeah, Good. with the big water, because it's got a hole in the back, rather than it going off the mm -hmm. back of the kayak, you can't do the release. Because, they, you know, you can do the, the cord and the release where you pull it, and that lets go. But then 
that just lets the pole go back. But if it's not yep. on the back of the kayak, you can't use that. So then you're just stuck. And my fat yep. ass, I'm not climbing in the back behind my, yeah. you know, <laughs> behind yeah. my crate. Yeah. No. I've heard too yeah. many yeah. horror stories yeah. power poles, man. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. probably never yeah. own one of them. It's awesome. Yeah, I, if I, if, I if it works, it's awesome. Mine. The very first time yeah, I went out in mine, I freaked out because, like, the balance in the back when that pole is all the way up and the way it shakes is like, yeah. oh, God, oh, God. So, yeah, I got to, like, practice with mine to get used to it. I thought you I, being yeah. a woman with that shake, you'd be excited about that kind of thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it's it's such a different, like, feeling because, like, you have this weight like that's like top heavy kayak yeah Yeah. and it's top heavy it's just it's weird and like you know when i'd be like moving and turning around you know the back end of my boat would be like blue 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 and i'd be like oh god am i gonna tip (laughs) over it was just it was weird if if you don't have like a real stable kayak either and it pulls down it feels like you're getting high sided on a log you know that yeah. feeling where you're you're up mm-hmm. on top of a log. I, I actually yeah, did yeah. something like that. The first time I used one, my buddy had one on a flint at a demo day, and I like paddled the kayak around. And when I came in, he had just got it and hadn't like set anything on it. And I like I nosed the boat onto the beach and I hit the button down. And I don't know if I was in a hard spot on the beach or a rock, but it just picked the back of the boat up out of the water and tipped me out of it. Wow. Like yeah, I mean I was only like knee deep water, so it didn't matter, but. Apparently, like you can adjust pressures and shit on them, but it was all the way up because I pressed down and it's like any car pump jack. Maybe the new one's better, but I mean, if they work perfect in the in some situations, it's just unbelievable. But most of the times, it's not really needed. I'll just get by my old stakeout poles. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that's the thing too. I was I was actually thinking about getting a yak gadget set up on the side and just use my power pole stake. At this point, just using that to stake out, um, you know, because the other thing, too, a lot of people do is they'll use like a little anchor on the front of their kayak, you know, and then, you know, set it out there, go back a little bit and then put the stake down. And that usually will put you in place where you're not moving around too much. My, my buddy, Matt Stewart, got me on to running dual stakeout poles like he'll do like a river stick or power pole or the gadget in the back. And then put an uh, Omega rod holder in the front, angled off. So yeah. you, you anchor down in the back and then stab one in the front. That way you're not, you know, drifting or anything. I've had, I like anchors, like the, an actual physical anchor, but I've had a bunch of issues with them. I've like had to cut a few. Clawed, bomb them. They all find a way to hang up or, you know, smack the front of your boat or they won't deploy correctly. You're like, I think I've broke three anchor wizards because it just can't take up the abuse of using it. Because, like, I used to use one on the bow, like, river fishing. So you'd, like, go through a rapid, drop the anchor, it'd catch, you'd spin the boat around and face upstream. And, like, just sitting there, the like, the anchor wizard just can't handle that. And it just snaps the internals. I mean, we're not talking about, like, class 3 rapid water or nothing, just a little bit of current. I've got two two of them for parts if you want them. They, they don't work anymore. I'm, I bet I bet they broke the same part. <laughs> I had one on my boat for like a month. Wait, I don't even use this, but I fish a lot of lakes. You know what I mean? It, yeah, I, it, it, like, it, it largely depends on where you fish. I mean, it's, I mean talking you know, if you're in like, that is. Oh, Anchor Wizard, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's all, all relative. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just yeah. got the Yak Edge stakeout system 
uh, when I was down there, and uh, I'll probably be using it coming up here now that uh, we finally got some nice weather. We went from winter to middle of August. Jesus. You know, God, it's uh, so hot. Dude, <laughs> sorry guys, it's my fault. I mean, like the the heat just yeah. came back up with me. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday was like fifty degrees. The low was like thirty something, and yesterday and today was a high of ninety one up here. Our heat like, is hotter than us. Yeah, you guys are hotter than us. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. It's Maybe good. Satan's ball sacks finally relocating to the fucking Midwest or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what it you is? Know, like, God's finally dealing with Illinois like a shit of a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. I got out. I don't, I got out. <laughs> Brian, I'm glad I'm really close to the border. Are you planning on printing something? Because that's a mother of a printer you got there. Like, this like printer? Your, yeah, like you have your camera all on it, like you're proud of it. No, that's uh, just just a hat with uh, some costas, bro. What's no, underneath you're... it? This is a this is a printer. Yeah, it's a fucking yeah, fax it's machine. Like from, a, yeah, it's like a commercial grade printer. Well, I used to own my own business, bro. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah, used right, to print invoices and all it. that crap. I got you. I you have the I camera on it, like you're proud of it. My uh, my daughter uses that more than I do. I can tell you that much. <laughs> but I gotta I gotta reconfig, you know. I kind of had to move out of this studio we had, and like now I'm all by myself and at a resort to a little office up here, you know. So uh virtual hug. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's on the desk. I have nowhere to put it up here. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out sooner or later. <laughs> But uh, you guys got anything else, man? Like, uh, what's new? What's going on? Topics. Let's go. Um, Gunnersville's frog fishing's already on fire. I'm fucking psyched about that. I went. I saw last... Shane. Shane posted Cal. Yeah, but nobody cares what's happening in California. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. We we just did a California show. Shane's gonna end up talking me into coming out there to fish Clear Lake. It's coming. Like I caught myself looking today. Like I think too, I can yeah. swing that money. I can swing that trip. No, I don't need to swing you're, that trip. But you're gonna have to fly, dude. Like no, I'm gonna would... drive. Oh my god, that's gonna hurt. Because I want. I, I don't just want to go Cali. I want it. There's a bunch. I'm gonna go one way there. There's so much water in way back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you lose six days, three days there, and three days back. I'm gonna lose more than that because I'm gonna be stopping. Well, that's that's what we, we, I'm in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I'm He's at the Panhandle I, for gas money. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I mean, Jimmy's gonna be like, cool. be like, "Well, I'm here for a hey, week." Uh, what happened to our retirement? Oh, it's gone. It's all gone. Yeah, it's gone. but I had a great trip. Yeah, no, I went out yeah, yesterday it's... on Gunnersville though. On Gunnersville, it was. I went to a, a, a spot that usually this time of year is not all that great, and it was just on fire, dude. It was great. First time oh, I fished till dark and every time. Yeah, here comes Adam. Everybody's saying, "Here comes Adam." Hey, everybody. There he is. No, Whoa, look at those guns, dude! Look at those guns. 
Oh, well. Just then look at those guns. <laughs> oh, man. Adam's Whoa. been pumping iron. Best Adam's defending himself now. That's good. That's good. Got the moisture shirt on. Adam got sick of the closet, so he started pumping iron. I love it. I love it. <laughs> These need steel kick his ass. Let's be real. Oh, yes, they are. They're saying such flattering things. It's like, love See you, Adam. That's hilarious. But iCast is right around the corner. Anybody looking forward to anything coming out i'll be there i've told everybody i will be there let me know who's coming so well, you're going with new canoe that didn't fucking count i can go many different ways it's all a matter of we which know. way i want to go yeah. <laughs> i know you're jealous it's okay Wait, orlando it's in orlando yeah yeah, yeah. i wish i could man i i burnt up so much vacation time this year already. I'm I'm in I'm in trouble. I've been holding out j- just to go to that, like holding out on going on any more trips right now because I really want to go, but I only really want to go if more of the PNF folks go. I mean, that's nothing. I, like again, it's going with Brian, we've traveled together before, but he's going to be doing work <laughs> with Nukanu and shit, and I'd want to do it like a paddle and fin trip kind of yeah thing, you know to. Uh, I cast. So I was hoping like Dustin goes or just, I bet you know. Dustin will go because I saw I was looking today at vendors and uh that's <laughs> one thing I will say. Uh last year, uh this year compared to last year, uh, a lot more companies are showing up. Looks like a lot more booths are filling up. Uh Jackson wasn't there last year. They're gonna be there this year. I'm sure that's because they released the NAR. NAR uh, and then uh yak attack wasn't there last year they'll be there this year um there was there was a whole slew of companies that um wasn't there last year that'll be showing up this year so i think it's going to be a really good show uh i'm just curious to see what uh what gets released come icast time you know i don't know just you know being part of a shop being so close to the guys that run it I haven't heard of too many teasers. I've heard of one. I know one that's coming out. Yeah. That as an iCast release, I know of one. But I mean, New Canoe's not dropping a new boat. You know, they may have a little nuggets. Like the NAR is already out. I mean, that's that's gonna be (laughs) I need we need to clip that and on our show every time someone says it, I just (laughs) nick the NAR. But uh, I don't know. Next I mean, year, like, let, let, let's plan on next year a paddling fin whole deal. I'm I'm Stra- down. Extravaganza. Next year I'll go. I just I mean it's it, it's it appeals to me because you can't spend money at it. Like well, that it's oh, not you just can. about like the product, but like it's it's also the networking. That's another reason why I want to go. Mm-hmm. I need a sunglass sponsor. <laughs> The nar, the nar. <laughs> you get, dude. You can get a sunglass sponsor. That's pretty easy. Yeah, I want a specific one or two. There's only like I don't want just anybody's glasses because I'm rough like on glasses, Smith? so they got to make it. Smith, you like Smith? Yeah. I haven't tried Smith and Smith is like, going to be so at the show this year. Yeah, because yeah. I, I used to wear Smith like ten years ago, but that was like wasn't fishing related. It was just wearing Smith, you know. 
Mm-hmm. But I'd be willing to try some Smiths. I, the ones I'm looking at the most right now is Nines. Nines eyewear. They're mm-hmm. really, really good clarity. And apparently they're real tough. But the <laughs> Bahio, those are yeah. cool. Uh, which, I mean, those are basically Costas. Yeah. it's those folks um yeah. i've had some ray-bans for like i even lost some and then bought the same model again i love so much that i, I can't get off of them no it's like so my, around the house like yeah. around the house around town i wear mm-hmm. i wear ray-bans yeah. I'm a yeah, it's, it's, big old head. that's what i was gonna say it's like if you got like a fat head like it's hard to like you can't wear oakley's like oakley's no, just no. like strangle the head no you know, Wiley but, X. No, but no Oakley's. That's another one I've yeah. heard. It's really good. Wiley X. Yeah. Never heard of those. Really? They're, they're yeah. safety glasses, too. So, okay. Yeah. Right That's on. Good. Yeah. Speaking of sponsors, um, I'm currently in the works. Uh oh. Uh, hopefully, getting a new one. Oh, nice. snap. Who's that? <laughs> Can you tell us? Um, what category is it? She's, 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 oh, she starts off with all that. Well, all right. Well, Lawrence, right? It's either Lawrence or Hummingbird. Because we know Garmin doesn't sponsor anybody, those sons no. of bitches. <laughs> they don't. Have, it's just like it's just like why Shimano doesn't ever have a sale. It's good. People are going to buy it anyway. Hey, they're, they're having she a sale right now at, at Mark's Outdoors. They're having a Shimano sale right now. Actually, 10% off. No, Anything I've, Shimano is usually great. Pretty good. They, the, Mark's spinning reels for the kid. They're they're one of the highest volume. I mean, I'm not with Marks, but they're one of the highest volume dealers, Shimano dealers in the country. So they they actually sell their stuff cheaper. You can really get a good well, deal most right of their now. stuff's overpriced. But when they do a sell, it's a real sell. Yeah, like yeah. I got a I did a Shimano like, deal there a couple years ago, and what I paid for the reel, they gave me the rod, and the rod costs more than the reel, yeah. and I. Like I was confused when I paid for it. I was like, "Wait, are you sure?" They're like, "Yeah." I, like, I just walked out of the yeah, store but, with it. Like, that steal this? <laughs> like, I don't understand this. Think math. about, think about, like you know, whatever costs you're paying for a Shimano, right? When we were kids, and like I said, I still got a couple of reels from when I was like Shimano reels from when I was a kid. I have never cleaned them ever, like huh. ever. They've fallen in the water. They probably still I'm got sure the same they've... freaking line on them too. We know how oh, you are it's about probably, that it's probably, probably right. It's like either way though, those things never seize up. Never. I've never had no, a Shimano I've got like a twenty-year-old greenie over there that I just put up because it still works. I just don't want it to break. I don't think it ever would, but it's just that old. It's been through that much abuse. The fact that it still works like flawlessly is mind-boggling. Yeah. I've been. Try- I'll tell you what. Speaking of sponsors, not not that I'm the greatest angler or anything. I've been trying to get a rod sponsor for a while because I actually have some like really good ideas. So if there's if a rods people ever watch this, holler at me because I actually have some ideas for rods for kayak rods that nobody has ever done that that would be a great idea. I, I would say a, a, a like a tip for that would be to look at more of the smaller end rock custom rod builders. Um, there's a really good one in Alabama. I could, I mean, I don't, he's not really, I don't even know how much he does anymore, but they're all hand built and his stuff's fantastic. Dan yeah. wants to talk about playing with his rods. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. But Dan, I want to tell you something. 
Does okay. every like big FLW name or whatever win every tournament? Oh no. No. So like, you don't have to be, you know, like a top angler or a yeah. top tournament angler or anything like that, you know. Look at me, I'm doing just fantastic and I suck. <laughs> right? So Jeez, like, you know, it's girl. not necessarily always about winning. You know, you can win in more than one different way. It's, you know, it Yeah, you have, have to, to kiss more right. ass than anyone else. That is the key. <laughs> Some would you even know. say you have to suck for success. You have to have uh, a big TikTok following like Susie does. No, no, you no. You TikTok. TikTok. I am on TikTok, but like I have like three things posted on there. I Man, don't regularly. I totally just them. deleted TikTok after listening to a, a real technical podcast about sure. like social media stuff. Great. And it freaked me out enough. I deleted it. Great TikTok story. Hey, Jay. Uh oh. Can you do me a favor and create a paddle and fin TikTok? Sure, Brian. No problem. A couple days later. Hey, Jay, what are you doing? Watching TikTok. Day later. Jay, what are you doing? Watching TikTok. Dude, I've been watching TikTok for like six hours. Week later. Hey, Jay, what's up? Man, I've been watching TikTok nonstop. I got to delete this from my phone. I deleted it. It was, I, dude, the rabbit hole. You know, because I don't know why we have the, like, you know, over time, right? So, I mean, we, well, most of us grew up kind of in the middle, you know, with like growing up with like pagers and then cell phones and video games and, and all that as so everything progressed. You you know? but, but now, yeah, I know. But now, but now, like, my attention span is so short. And, and it's, it's, appall- it's appalling. I mean, there was a time when I would actually, you know, like put some effort into like reading something or whatever, but I get in like, you know, four words. I'm like, I'm bored. You know? Dude, I'll tell you I this. Mean, so I TikTok deleted... has done that. <laughs> like I, I listened to this podcast and they talked about how they had some of these like crazy, you know, developers go in and just analyze it. And they came back horrified about how it works, how, you know, it it's pays attention to well, not even that. How oh, it pays yeah. attention to how you do certain things so that you will stay on the app. And I was just like blown away. Got off that, you know, quit listening to that show, deleted the app. In the week and a half, I haven't had it. I've went fishing three more times than like Oh yeah. And it's not it's not that you were like, I don't want to fish, I want a TikTok. It's just like yeah. well, I've got nothing to do. I'm gonna go fishing. It's yeah. like I was spending all that time on my stupid fucking phone. And yep. Ah, it just drives me yeah, nuts. Yeah, it's easy because now YouTube's got reels, right? And then there's the other ones. Now it's all saying all, all of this. Saying all of this, it's a great oh, it's business a, tool. Yeah. So I think we should have a paddle and fin TikTok. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> yeah, sure. Somebody else, somebody else yeah. can run it. <laughs> like, it's, it it's crazy on YouTube. <laughs> I have like 156 subscribers. My page sucks, but if I post a short, it's getting 2,000 plus views. Which is crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. Brad Brad Hicks is like out of all of us, I feel like he's the guy that understands the social media stuff. And yeah, Brad that's what he told me. It, he was man. like, dude, the key the key is is reels and anything under, you know, like I think it was he said like fifty seconds or something like that. He's like, That's that's your gold. And then he was like, I've tried to figure out TikTok, their algorithms are weird as shit. I wouldn't waste my time. Yeah, I know uh, John Graves crushes it on TikTok. His, his stuff's really His oh, videos man. are great. I mean, yeah, he's got, he's I think he's got 40,000 followers or something like that. 
on TikTok? I looked at it. I think so. I looked at it the other day. Was that maybe that wasn't him? I'm thinking of. But I looked it up and was blown away. That, oh, I don't have TikTok. I can't look it up. Ha! But I, I've always said, dude, Johnny, man, Johnny is perfect for social media. That guy is articulate. He tells the story great. He's, he falls I out mean, of kayaks he, on live streams. Yeah, his enthusiasm, dude. Like, I mean, he, I mean, even the volume of how he talks, it's just, I mean, it's just perfect. I mean, he is perfect for social media. I'm perfect. What do you think like is uh, is more beneficial? So, since we're talking about social media and YouTube and things like that, do you think it's personality, uh, quality of content? I mean, list off sex, like what's sex appeal. most important. We're fucked. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know I'll, the I'll tell doesn't you what it is. Good anymore. What is it? There's two words. Piercing blue eyes. Damn, no, that wasn't it. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the two. No, wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I didn't say it right. You shut your (laughs) whore mouth. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, okay. Originality and authenticity. 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 Yes. There we go. You lost. Don't let the Alabama guy do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it's just like anything, right? People are gonna watch it for you, you know. So uh-huh. exactly. some people are like you, some people aren't, you know. And if you're putting stuff out there, I mean, and that's the thing too, right? You know, there's only a very small percentage that just, you know, have stardom within the first month. Um, you know, yeah. however that kicks you're off, not gonna go kicks viral, off, but, you know. First, no, you first. have to put in massive time. I mean, all the big YouTubers have always put in massive time. Well, something you know, something you can say now in the fishing world too. I got this off of the uh, Robert Turkla's new podcast um, because he's doing you know stuff outside of fishing. Yep, uh, that's Lunkers TV for anybody that doesn't know who that is. Um, the, the fishing and outdoor has exploded so much that it went from like 50, you know, notable yep. social media people to like 30,000. So mm. your chances of, even if you are authentic and everything is a good, you know, green check, it doesn't matter. Like it's so oversaturated that you're going to have to work twice as hard as the originals did to do anything. But, and like, I would say what makes a good channel for me is like relatability. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be authentic because I mean, how, let's be real. How much can you do authentic filming fishing? Like you mm-hmm. can, but. Well, I mean, I'm also, and also what I mean by like authentic means just like, you know, you're just doing your style of like whatever you do. So like, you're not out there going like, you know. Hey guys, Susie here with Tactical Bass. You know, you're not like trying to copycat, you know, or anything like that, you know. Just like, you know, again, there goes my YouTube page. (laughs) You know, you're relating to everybody, but you've got your own like flair to it and everything. Yeah. So, uh, Ram Garcia is in the chat and he says, Media ruined the fishing community. It's definitely just starting to. Oh, yeah. It's. Oh, yeah. But I mean, we all know too, like the ones who are making it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I saw, I, I ended up, I don't even know what this guy's name is, but he has his girlfriend in a tank top with like nothing on under it all the time. 
and they're always fishing and cooking. I'm like, why? And like, I'm like, gee, I wonder why this guy's got a huge following. It's not because of him. And see, yeah, like, is it something that I would do? No, but I mean, if there's you're trying channel. to make a living, respect the hustle. <laughs> like, come on. Well, there's a, there's a I channel I follow, and uh, it's a married couple, and they moved like somewhere like British Columbia or something like that, and uh, they were they bought a chunk of land, and uh, they were. You know, their whole thing on their channel was they were going to live off the land. They they moved out of the big city, wanted to get away from all the hustle and bustle bullshit and uh, built a yurt. And they're eventually going to build a cabin on this land. And that shit I'm interested in. But like mm -hmm. every thumbnail, his wife is like, like, it'll be the dead of winter. And she's got like a bra or bikini top on. It. And I'm like, are you yeah. freaking kidding me? This yeah. dude is whoring out his wife for views. Like, I'm like, yeah. screw this. I'm not even watching this crap anymore, dude. He's and millions of views. What? Yeah. We're, we're predisposed to that. We're engineered for that. Like all like media, right? But they have funny. they have engineered everybody to be horn dogs and to be like looking for this stuff. Mm -hmm. I saw three thumbnails that, like that, and I was like, "Screw that! I'm done with this." Yeah, but you look at that though, and you're like, "Okay, he's obviously targeting a certain audience with that aspect." Mm -hmm. So, do you think companies who are seeing that are going to want to sponsor that? That's another thing you got to think about too. I, I'm sure to say yeah, because like I mean, yes. Well, yes, there is that too, but like Exposure. it also comes down to on yep. how that person wants to be represented by the companies as well. Because I mean, yeah, any woman can go out there and pour themselves out, and be like, yeah, this company just keeps giving me money because I'm showing my tits and everything. Okay, yeah, that that's great, but no. <laughs> well, then, and, and like I know what channel he's talking about. I can't think of the name of it. Here, I just found it. I'll I'll share this. Let me share this. My new uh, thumbnails are going to be fire, by the way. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Right there. Yeah. In a bikini oh, top. Like, off really? grid with Jake and Nicole. Yeah. Yep. So, Bottom so something move. I'll say to this, I don't agree with. So, like, in, in our fishing world, when you see the bikini angler, okay, mm -hmm. most of the time, that blonde bitch has no clue what the fuck she's doing. And okay, in their situation, they really do have really good content. They are not doing they do. brand deals. They're not doing brand deals. So it's not like she's like, thank you, Walmart. Look at my boobs. She's not doing that. That yeah. it's the thumbnail to get you there. Like right. I feel like what they're doing and what we see people doing and with brand deals in the fishing community is a little bit different. He's just figured out a way to get you to click on his video. Where sure. when you follow some of the bikini anglers, like that's all it is. They're like holding the reel upside down, like, oh my god, look at this Goliath <laughs> yeah. grouper. Like, shut up, bitch. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. I, I I know they get a lot, but like I can't subscribe to that stuff. But because I can't be looking at it, I, like I can't look at it on my phone, and then either my son or my wife see it, and it's like, oh, you why are you following her? You know, or I just I feel bad about it. Like it's. Everything on social media. See, like and, and, and my, oh. and my, with my wife, my wife's like, damn, look at those tits. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I mean, but the thing is, you know, we bring it up because like a lot of people, you know, are the comparison just in numbers, like that stuff is just going to go through the roof every time. But you do got the other people who are out there who are legit and, 
you know, aren't using that stuff and, you know, they have good content and people are following them because, you know, to everyone else's point, you know, um, just because of the likability and just the kind of person, the information, Greg um, Blanchard, you know, it's, it, it's worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like, and he's a pretty subtle dude, you know, and he's always entertaining, you know, there's always something to learn. Um, you know, I mean, and I feel like he's kind of rose at the top. Like there's still, I think some of those heavy hitters just aren't like the heavy hitters in the fishing role as much now since again, since it's been saturated and new people have come up, but well, and some know, of the guys that are like what we consider heavy hitters have been in it so long. They've got to be tired of it, you know, which I think yeah, is part I of did. why you're seeing like Lunkers do something different. Cause like, mm. Jesus, well, he, I've done this for a minute. It went for I'm the sure opening. exhausting. Back got whooped and decided to do something different. I was listening to he's he still made some money, but I mean he he did a little preview of his history. You like you know he started like he had fished. Do you know he started fishing for YouTube because someone told him to? Cuz he was his success actually came from video gaming. He sold yep. a video game company, decided yep. to kick off YouTube and Hector, who is a huge YouTuber, was one of the bigs at one time, told him you need to get into fishing YouTube because it's popping off right now. And this was back like 2000 or like early, like 2012, 2010. Yeah. He's like, okay. So he just started fishing. Like it's like to see him go from not doing it and then worked his way up. And then he fished opens and he didn't, I mean, he didn't do good, but he won a couple checks here and there, you know, it like, he just kind of floated the wave as it went, and then it, you know, now it's on to something else. And like he he preaches about like for the social media people, like try to create a brand, not something mm-hmm. that's hard when the YouTube ends, not a brand of yourself, but something like they did with like Guggen Bates. Sure. Uh, and like they get they it's i'm telling this whole thing i should just link the fucking thing but they get into it and he's talking about like you know the bigger picture is what we're doing that we're not even talking about he was like a little nugget that no one knows is we just bought bass mafia and we're about to acquire three more companies big hitters in the fishing industry you'll never know it because we're letting them keep their own name and all that stuff we're just buying them and i mean that's it's like the smart business side of it versus you know what you see with a lot of people where it's like the youtube's the only thing Mm -hmm. i've I've recently i've never gotten into his stuff but i've recently like just in the last month started watching mr beast i'm like i'm I'm pretty obsessed with it dude you should just because you brought him up you need to watch joe rogan's or listen to joe rogan's show with him actually that golly missed the that kid's 23 and Mm -hmm. has hundreds of millions of dollars come through his way and lives in like a regular ass house, drives a regular ass vehicle. Well, I mean, he says he has a Tesla now, I think. Yeah. But like, he doesn't keep. He's like, I don't, I don't do this for money. I do this to give it away and help people. And like, his business models, like, he said he had heard a fact that only ten percent of the world speaks English. He said, "Well, shit, I'm missing ninety percent of the world for viewers on YouTube." So he started what they call dub channels. Yeah. He's yeah. having all the right, famous yeah, yeah, yeah. voice actors in other countries translate all of his YouTube in other languages. So he has a Japanese channel. He has a Hispanic channel and it's just the same videos translated to people that mm-hmm. those countries can relate to. Like the dude's business, Mr. Beast, 
Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. Look yeah. him up. You will be stuck on his videos. It's, it's annoying. It's super so entertaining. The other, yeah. Well, the other thing, like, to, to, to the point of, like, branching out or, um, you know, starting, you know, something beyond YouTube is they started Mr. Beast Burgers. Yeah. So, yeah. Mr. Beast Bars. Yeah. Yeah, Beastables, like candy bars. Yeah, mm-hmm. Beastables, yeah, right there. Yeah, chocolate bars and three things. Yeah, flavors. so they, I mean, so they figured it out. And, I mean, there was one uh, up by uh, Bolingbrook where I used to live in Illinois. You know, I mean, it had burger. I mean, it was burger. You know, I mean, but, I mean, I mean, they're, you know. Well, he's they, just one of those people that's like crazy a way to make a dollar. And then yeah, he takes yeah. all the money from all that, and he put all the money from their food sales goes into his food bank's where he gives, you know, like food banks you have in your community. He owns one of those, or three of them. And he said that they fed a million people last year, and now he's taken it worldwide. He's going to be the biggest food bank in the world. Yeah. And like his YouTube, he has 90 million YouTube subscribers. Fathom that. I think That's he's one, got the most out one of channel. Anybody, he has, right? He has over 200 million followers across all of his channels. Yeah, he's the uh, number one YouTuber in the world. Um, didn't he like? Uh, didn't he uh, plant like a million trees or something too? Yeah. And then get yeah. other people to do million. it. Yeah. I was was it twenty million? million? And, and then he got other people to do it too, right? Yeah. So like his YouTube, we're, we're talking about the social so, media and how being it, an influencer gets you things. Is uh, he did a Thanksgiving food drive for the needy, and he gave away ten thousand turkeys. And Joe Rogan was like, "Well." How much did 10,000 turkeys cost? He said, nothing. A company wanted a shout out that sold turkeys. I told them to give me 10,000 turkeys. They gave me 10,000 turkeys. It's PewDiePie that's got the number one channel. PewDiePie. Oh, yeah. The game. Right? He's got 110 oh, yeah. million. Where's, where's Markiplier on there? Is Markiplier still on the top? Uh, no. Sorry. This is stuff for my kids. Beast? I used to watch on the. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ever seen. Uh, well. Mr. Beast isn't even in the top ten. As of a week ago, he was number one. He, that's that's probably a, it's, no, it's number yeah. one totals because yeah. he has over two hundred million between five or six channels. Yeah, and he said he spends like a million bucks on every video or something. He or spent they, on they, the Squid Games video. He spent. He said he spent four and a half million, and the video only made two million. I was like, geez, I yeah, wish I could take a $2 million L. Nice if, if, <laughs> if you haven't seen the Squid Games, I mean, if you watch Squid Games, you have to watch that too. It's like, it's amazing what they recreated with it. PewDiePie's got more than him. Uh, Mr. Beast has got 91.8. I don't even know what that is. PewDiePie does like uh, gaming stuff. Yeah, he's just a Swedish dude. He does commentary and you know, and he's also had like issues with but I think like Jimmy I think like yeah, Jimmy yeah. said, with all of his uh channels combined, I think he blows everybody else away. Yeah, he said he gains on one I can't remember which one of his channels, I think he said he gains two million followers a month on one of his newer channels. And like he has a channel that's just them reacting to funny videos, like reacting to TikToks, and it's got like twenty six million people following it. Like, Jesus, think if a YouTuber, a fishing YouTuber, could do that. 
I wonder if there is there a fishing YouTube. Well, yeah, the Guggen guys. Never mind. I was gonna say is there a fishing YouTuber over a million, but I forget. Yeah, but. I think uh, LFG's got the most. Yeah, him. I know. I think Rob has two. LFG's got a bunch. Which I don't know. Did any of y'all actually watch him before he joined that? Lake Fort? Yep. Yeah. I His do. YouTube was yep. gold. Yeah. That was like He's my a main super likable guy. That's why. He's a down to earth yeah. goofball, doesn't care about embarrassing himself. Like, you know, I mean, he just puts it out there. And, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, out of that whole group, I like him the best anyway. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, I don't even know. How, there's probably 50 of them now. Mm-hmm. Like you, you yeah, catch John, YouTube and John there's like D's forty right. of them running around with. Yeah. Um, John B's alright too, but he's he's still kind of young and doing young shit. So I'm like, man. I like his videos <laughs> because his uh, editing quality is, like, he's considered one of the best YouTube editors. As like, he's really good at it. Which I don't even know if he's doing his own anymore because of like of how big they are. But mm-hmm. the John B channel used to be 100%. He did the did all the editing. And it was like his video quality was fantastic. I'm trying Brian to find a list, up? but I can't find any. I mean, there's One day a we'll list of like some of the best, but it, it doesn't rate like from. I wonder how many Tactical Bassin's got. Tactical Bassin's a huge channel. Uh, I think last time I saw they were at like 400, 500,000, something like that. 485. See, something that you see with them, though, is them re- repeating a bunch of stuff, which makes sense like to me annual. because new baits come out and stuff yeah. like that. But the that's the one thing I hear people complain about. The I, I don't know. I, I like it when I like it when they do like when they have one of them throw a lure through the, the water, you know, through the grass and everything, and yeah. one of them will go in the water under the water and record it and everything. I think that's cool. It's yeah. like a shot you just don't see. Yeah. This one show right like there. the different baits yeah. and how yeah. they like sink yeah. in the water and everything. That's really cool. Yeah. It, that's the, the, the like they'll catch fish with somebody like, down in the water. That's the YouTube that them having brand deals makes the most sense because every time I watch one of their freaking videos, I spend money. Yep. Because I'm like, ooh, tackle warehouse. Ooh. Like, click, click, click. Yep. <laughs> it's like we need to get a, a final cast uh, affiliation <laughs> link. Do what now? We need to get the final cast to where they have an affiliation link on Tackle Warehouse. Or Amazon or something. They, um, they just did oh, yeah. an episode recently about uh, uh, online tackle shops and stuff like that, um, yeah. which was actually pretty interesting because um, there was some I had JDM never heard stuff, of. Yeah. Um, and there, there was, you know, obviously the tackle warehouse and things like that. And they were talking about some JDM stuff, too. I don't know, like... I know they were kind of hesitant to give away some of that info on how they were getting some of those JDM reels for so cheap and stuff like that. But they'd be stealing them. Good stuff. <laughs> it was and eBay. Some, yeah, some eBay. Japanese some Japanese guy like takes used ones and cleans them up and then sells them and they take such good care of their stuff it's like new. Yeah. yeah. And them JDM reels are so smooth too. I don't know what is different, like what trash we get in the box compared to what they get. But it's the other side of the world. The bearings go the other way. So. Oh, 
You have to derail your bait caster like backwards. Ha ha! I mess with white men. Ha 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 ha! I got uh -oh. you. And we're banned from YouTube. <laughs> there we go. Canceled finally. All right. You're welcome. <laughs> Here they come. I'm just kidding. Like, <clears throat> is Japan one of those videos that we get listens in because it just ended? Uh, yeah, we get a little bit, a little bit out that way. You have to follow way. that up with a. I'm very sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a private message. I remember. Uh, <laughs> I remember it was. Uh, I think it was me and Jay did a show with a guy from. Uh, uh, what was that company, man? Uh, Doomsday Tackle. And uh, the dude was talking about how like. Basically, all your rods and reels are all made in the same factory or the same yeah, five factories yeah. uh, overseas, and you know they just slap a different label on it. But for some reason, like they they build higher quality stuff, you know, for the Japanese mm -hmm. market because they take that stuff so serious. You know, that 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 was a really good episode actually because I think he had said he was stationed in in Korea or yeah, somehow he, he was in mm -hmm. Korea, learned Korean. Yeah, Korean wife and all kind of stuff. Yeah, it was that was a really uh, eye-opening episode to get like yeah. the back end of the the fishing world. It's it's deep in the archives, probably like season three, maybe two. But he lost uh, me with Doomsday Turtle though. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I've always wrote that company off because that's the bait that always pops in my head. I've been on our website a bunch at like at the end of the year or Black Friday. They were having two for one sales, so they're like J Dam rods, and I almost bought some. I mean, they they look high quality. I've just never known anybody to use one. I will. I refuse to put a JDM rod in my hand because it'll be just like everything else, and there goes my wallet. You know, I need to be happy with the shit that I have. Yeah, my uh, my shit's good. Uh, uh, Rodney Hicks, uh, local guy here, he's sponsored by them. Yeah, and. He uses their rods and stuff like that, man. And he he swears by them. He loves them. I've never actually physically used one of them. I've seen them. I mean, they look sexy. Um, but I've I've never used one. Yeah, uh, the closest thing dog. I would say I've done used is like a mega bass rod. And like, I've man, never done nice. those either. All you need is a Shakespeare or nice old ugly stick, man. You're good to go. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, says the guy that was wanting to upgrade all this stuff. You still want me to get you some reels? I have no money. <laughs> like, <Nah>. dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm broke from from moving. I'm uh, there's just no way. Uh, I just went right back into debt. I have to like work a lot soon <laughs> to get more money. <laughs> <laughs> it just sucks. I can't buy anything. Yeah, I never meant. I forgot about that. I stopped buying it anything i was like whatever i was like i don't need anything I'm else about I'm, to like, go. I'm just gonna leave that over there <laughs> about to go buy me a bunch figured i'd buy you some too if you're yeah I, I like those man i i do want them but man i just what real justify shimano s alexis what do you like about them? there we go they're smooth they're, they're just smooth man yeah i mean they they just work you know uh I guess, you know, I mean, you know, everyone knows I don't use a lot of high end stuff anyway, but, and that's not, and those aren't really high end 
reels either, but they're high enough in where they feel, you know, I mean, they feel like a 200, $250 reel. And it's because I mean, basically it's, it's a Shimano Corrado internals in a poly housing. Mm-hmm. So it's like they give you the, they give you the goods in just a shitty case. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, when me and Jay were talking about it down there, like some of my SLXs perform better than my Corrado K's, my like my so I'll say this: my Corrado DC and my Shimano, uh, or my SLX DC, my SLX DC is way better than my Corrado DC. I don't understand it. Mm. I take care of my reels all the same way, same line on them. My SLX DC, which was about seventy or eighty dollars cheaper, works way better than its two hundred and fifty dollar, you know higher end version of itself but I don't, I don't understand but they are like you, cool. you use abu don't you jay <laughs> do what's I? that i said you use abu don't no, you? As i was thinking yeah well i use abu and then like i you may have a couple ardents like sadly um <laughs> and, uh, yeah. oh my god those things are horrible I, I mean i don't mean to knock them but i'm just gonna do it because they're they're no you can get no. the same reel and they all act different. It, even yeah. the highest end one, they all act different. I mean, I'm not gonna. I got two of them on my pike rods and they brought in some pike and I've, but they act different. You know, I don't know what the deal is. I have them professionally cleaned. I don't like the hokey plastic inside. Professionally cleaned. You know, this man dips them first in the toilet. I guarantee it, dude. I hate <laughs> it. I, another Randall reel. I've yeah, had, yeah. I've had a couple arguments yeah. and they were no bueno. Dude, you know, actually, with the, there are there, so they have a tournament reel. And I don't know if it's the Denny Brower one or not. That reel is actually really good. And that's a 50 odd reel. That reel seems to work better than all the other reels. Um, <laughs> they're, they're spinning reels. Forget about it. They're, forget, forget about, about it. it. It's, it's forget about it. Just run, just just run them over. I mean, go get a go get a Shakespeare. I mean, it's you're gonna get, get a better deal. I feel like like Shimano and Dio are top of top tier. Like every lose I've ever had, I've had a problem with every all every lose. I've tried bunches of them, had problems with all of them. I've um, I've never used one, but that new uh, Akuma Helios, I think not not Helios the. Whatever the brand new one is, that one actually looks good. I'm not going to buy it, but yeah. See, good. some of the lower end Akumas will have, like Jay was saying, they all act different. Some of them will have, like I have one out there right now because I like taking my reels apart and cleaning them and stuff. My buddy was like, "Hey, I've got this Akuma that every now and then it just disengages itself and won't, you know, it won't spin the uh, spin the bell." And I've taken that thing apart 15 different times and everything looks exactly the way it's supposed to be. I've downloaded diagrams. Everything's perfect, but that thing will just disengage just because it wants to. Mm-hmm. Like you'll be reeling your bait back and you'll hear it go click. The button never moves, but you're doing this and nothing else is happening. There's no clicking. There's no meshing. Don't know. Hakai. Uh, H-A-K-A-I. Hakai. Hakai. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Big, get that flare, big, man. I was gonna say I'm still a big fan of the Bass Pro Pro qualifiers. I mean, hell yeah, I've had a ton. I mean, no, I usually buy two of them a year for backups. Yeah, like when, they, and they're great. You can beat you can beat them up, and they work. Yeah, you can get them at the end you of know? the year, usually around Christmas. Like 
two for two for a hundred dollars and that's yeah that's the best Mm-hmm. Maybe like that's if, when I buy if them. If you're looking for low budget, like a good quality reel to get into bait casting and have a few reels, if you want to have money for good stuff, it's that's unbeatable. Yeah. Well, and you can also too just do the bearing upgrade, and then you know you pretty much add about you know seventy five bucks to your your reel. You know, so I mean, there's there are options with those because those are pretty much the same as what some of the Daiwas and. Like there's like five or six companies. That I want to say that the Bass Pro the same Shop reels are actually made with loose parts because I know that the Johnny Morris signature models, I've got a couple of those and I had to order parts and you order them from Lou's website. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So I've never, yeah, I just ended up, I went to a buddy and we just uh, ended up buying like a, I don't know, it was like a four pack for like four reels. But I mean, I, I still have metal ones that I bought used. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And they're great. I, I, you know, you know, I've had tons of them since like 2012, 2013. And, and that I just got rid of them over the last year and a half, two years. What were those two that you gave me? That's what they were. That's what they were. I couldn't remember. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he get, he had some for parts and like, I always like keeping just spare parts because of fixing reels and stuff. They're probably yeah. still up there in a box. Who knows? Yeah, you, you can get pro qualifiers for like, man, the used ones for like forty bucks on eBay, forty five bucks. Especially if you're like in like a lefty. Um, I mean, nobody seems to want those. Everybody's like, I'm just gonna switch it to the other hand and reel after I cast. So I never understood. I was that, fishing but... with my buddy two weeks ago. He's like, I just don't think I can do it. And I was like, Which hand do you use to reel up your spinning reel? He's like, My left. Yeah, like, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Like you could I think we do. had this conversation too. Like, yeah. I think last time we were together, because my buddy Glenn like swears, like swears it was different. You know, he's like, you know, from a spinning reel to a casting reel, he's like, no, it's totally different the way you reel. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, because you're using a different hand. And he's like, no, it's it's, it's different. You know, like, show me, show me it's different. Like, it's show me you're saving time. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> I don't see why people aren't doing that. You know, and why are spinning reels always on the left side anyway? Not that I'm complaining, but they're always sold on the left side. <laughs> I don't know. You could you know, switch but, but, Yeah, you can swap. Oh, of course. Them no, no, I know, but I mean, but baitcasters are predominantly on the right side. You like you always see the pros like they cast with their right hand and then they switch to their left hand and then they reel. It's like, why are you doing that? That makes no sense. <laughs> like I don't get it. with your left hand. <clears throat> yeah, it's like well, that's, you know. <laughs> What's your hmm. what's your gear and which handed are you? Like what gear do I primarily use in my reels? Yeah, like what brand? Oh, uh, Daiwa. Daiwa. And what I, rod? I, I retrieve. She's, she's like, I retrieve <laughs> left. You think I would use something? You're a lefty too. Daiwa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm, I just don't know why more people aren't making like this like connection. It's like uh, so like. I'm yeah, I'm primarily right-handed. And so like I I was trying to figure that out too, like when I was learning how to use a bait caster, but like, you know, my right hand is my casting rod, and then I just reel with this hand. It just trying to do other things, like it just it feels wrong. (laughs) Yeah, like setting a hook with your left hand when you're using or your left arm when you're used to using your right. It's like all of a sudden you're like learning to walk again. You're like, what? It's just I had no problem. I did a left, yeah. a left-handed hook set. Left. 
I did a left-handed hook yeah, set yesterday. You're one of them. That was probably the ugliest thing ever. <laughs> one of them. Yeah. yeah. You're one of them. That's why. Tell me you're not. You're part of the problem, uh, what side are you, what, what side are your what side are your is your uh, handle on your reels? Tell me. I think the last time we fished together, Jay, I believe I caught more fish than you. I'm just saying. <laughs> it yeah, it's all right, Actually, that's you still, probably you, you just about screwy. every time we fished together, I think Ouch. I've caught more fish I don't fish even remember you. the last time I fished, okay? Dale Hollow. Pro- no, you've, you've been fishing in Tennessee. I fished. I fished, Dale Hollow. I fished out here. I'm just messing around. I've already been on the clinch, caught a couple stories. I think I'm pretty sure this is like Richard that. in the chat. He says my best gear comes from the lost and found. <laughs> hey, classic. I do that all the time out on the water. When I see like lures and stuff stuck in the trees and bushes, you better believe I'm going after it. One of one of the oh. first YouTube videos I did for Paddle and Finn, I was up north with the family. We rented a cabin on a lake right outside of Hayward. And uh uh I was paddling along had the gopro going and i was fishing around this island and i found this spinner bait uh that somebody broke off on a floating tree branch well with a kayak i went up there it was like brand new and i'm like i think i turned and looked at the camera and i'm like well let's tie this on and see how it goes and i think i smacked like four fish that day it was a black uh colorado blade spinner bait and it had a chartreuse uh twister tail grub as a trailer on it and i'm like that's where i left that thing you know yeah (laughs) yeah yeah caught a few fish it was like another state a few hours away (laughs) yeah it was awesome worked worked one of my favorite things to do when they draw a wheeler lake down here is uh one of the launches uh down here gets a ton of like it's a very gravelly bottom on the in the spot of the river so when it they draw it down, you can you got like fifty yards of if you know new soil you can walk. You can just grab a bucket and go walk up and down the beach for miles and just picking jackhammers off branches and logs. And <laughs> it's great, nice. And the, you find some really really redneck stuff too. Yeah. I've got people throw I've some got, bullshit. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I have got. I, I need to get it out of my truck and like hang it up. I have got this 100% homemade spinner bait that I'm pretty sure is a coat hanger. It's got a Colorado blade on it. Some weird swivel. There's like a paper clip. It's got like a cut treble hook. Like it's, so it was a treble and now it's a single. And, um, but it's a bunch of redneck stuff. It's just, but I found it on a log and was like, cause it's got a, uh, whatever color orange that people are using now on spinner baits on like the Colorado blade, that like fluorescent orange. Yeah. I saw that in the water and mm-hmm. was like, in my head, I was like, Oh, it's an accent, a spinner bait. And those are high end and everybody's using them right now. And I reached down and picked it up and was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to keep, I should have tied it on, but I was like, no, I'm going to keep this. Yeah. It's probably the sauce, the trees or, or tie or like, yeah. on logs and stuff around here that one of you going to Bass Pro, you're like, why would anybody ever buy that? And then you find it on the lake. Like, oh, yeah. Somebody does buy that. Yeah. I need to get like, a here. high-powered magnet thing because like, I've always been curious about like 
shit that's just been lost like in the waters you know we, we like, should oh. like youtube you know how magnet fishing's popular right now yes. we should not do it off of a bridge but we should like approach no. fishing spots and throw the magnet and just get back tackle <laughs> i saw <laughs> awesome. uh some guys up in wisconsin on green bay um they were scuba diving by the mouth of the fox river there and you know the walleyes run Jimmy up Hoffa. in there to spawn and uh Dude, the mound of crankbaits these guys found was absolutely ridiculous. Like two or three just like huge mounds of just solid crankbaits. I mean, there had to been minimum five to eight grand worth of crankbaits laying in piles. Oh. I'm going to see if I can find this yeah. real quick. But it was just That would insane. be so cool. Put that, that in the host chat awesome. too. I want to watch that. Um. Yeah, they, Dude, the, was... one guy took him out, and the guy went down scuba diving, and it was it was ridiculous what they found. Well, you got it's a couple trees in your lake. Just imagine how imagine what that tree was like in your lake. <laughs> I was just I was thinking about that after I saw it. Um, oh, it wasn't on YouTube. Here, uh, let me because I had up. to give up a couple this. lures of that stupid tree. I always wonder why there's still fish on trees like that. Because I know I've got a few, like, a few road beds and stuff like that that I've put a bunch of lures on, and there's still, there's still fish there. there. Yeah. Like, I figure I'd be well, like, the fish just yeah. start naming them like sharp pet, shit around man. here, bud. We, we need to get out of here. We got to find a new road bed. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. You ready for this? The anchors was the right, other guys, thing. The beach, we just got our uh, dive done with. We did some fishing, caught a couple sheephead. But uh, let's check what we found here today. Found a lot of boat anchors in there, and they left about ten. Look at the piles of crankbaits in there. Dude, those are sizes of like huge basketballs. And then the thing that fire tiger is hot up there. Look at he found a whole ass outboard. You can make fun of him all you want now on Facebook and everything else. He uh, he lost it last fall. He slowed down. And this guy knows the guy that uh, that lost that motor, so that's why they found that. His name is Rod. Rod, Rod, Rod. Okay. Glad we can get your motor back and uh, clean up the river a little bit today. If you're missing an anchor, it's still out there. Oh yeah. Yeah, you'd have to take it apart and and yeah. You fill that bitch foam and let it sit for a few months. Yeah. <laughs> Two piles like bigger than basketballs, man, full of crankbaits. Like it's just nuts. What's cool when you man. find them too is I found a bunch of like cool original like wiggle warts or cool sure. original mm-hmm. uh Normans, wooden Normans and stuff like that. Those are the ones that I like to find. I don't ever like that's a lie. Every time I find a jackhammer, I'm like, yep, going in the box. But most of the time I like <laughs> to find stuff just to like have it you know something to look at but that's insane i've never i think the most i've ever wow. i've reeled up you know you'll snag fishing line sometimes mm-hmm. i snagged fishing line uh, last year at pickwick and i reeled up the line and I, I think it was two crankbaits and like a texas rig but like all on the same like i caught line that had caught line and caught line and caught line and yeah. i got it out because i was using braid but I thought that was hilarious. Because like Dan was saying, it's like everybody and their moms put something in there and they're still probably fish on that tree. That's true. Sure, sure, sure. 
I'll be like, right how back. did he even handle that though? All those treble hooks? No way. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they, they look so sketchy. Didn't even touch. Man. Dude, I've been like hanging them on my wetsuit and like come up looking like just one fucking tackle wall. That'd been cool. <laughs> well, yeah. a lot of those guys, they like uh, that are diving, like trying to find stuff. They have like mesh bags they throw crap in. Like, uh, we're not it? the <laughs> Almighty or whatever. And Jay yeah, yeah. Jordan and those guys, they, they always dive this stuff yeah. down south, you know. So, those, those are very good YouTubes too. D Almighty. Yeah, his his videos are killer. Totally. Yeah, totally. that jigging with that jigging with Jordan dude seems pretty decent too. Yeah, yeah, and Tristan. All diving. Yep. Yeah, Tristan too, right? Yep. That guy's a nut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally We're like California boy. He's just got like that Cali like nuttiness to him. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you know? he's from Georgia. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, They're all from he Georgia. just has that. Yeah. Bro, what's up, man? Yeah, all right. They just started a podcast, actually, called The Banger Podcast. Yeah. It's not too bad. I've listened to, like, I think two episodes, maybe two, three, something like that. Um, Good stuff. I don't remember where we were going with it before. We were talking about lures snagged in know. lakes and trees. We're an hour and 45 deep, though. Yeah. We are. We are. No and one I cares. Two phone, I'm out. Two phone I got to call a kid. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, is that boys. a fetch? Is that a Fender jazz bass behind you? Uh, no, is that a Squire P bass. That's a fish, bro. Squire. He slaps the fish. The Squire P bass. You slap at a bass. I was just about to say it. Slap at a bass. <laughs> slap at a bass. Slap at a fish. I slap at a bass. I slap at a fish. I slap at a socks. And Susie's back. Uh, yeah. That was for you, Dan. Thanks. Final thoughts, Susie. He goes, thanks. Uh, final thoughts? Uh, Good final thought. Gators are cool. She's about to take over the world. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you know, to all the people out there who are, you know, thinking that, oh, I don't have what it takes to get like a, a sponsor or something like that, or, you know, I'm not a good enough angler, you know, I never win any tournaments. Why would somebody ever sponsor me? You know, um, it's, it's, it's not always about that. You know, it's, you know, what you can do for the sport, it's what you can do for yourself. It's what you can do for the community. And then for, you know, the company that you're wanting to get with as well. So, um, you know, don't don't sell yourself short, too. You know, I mean, muchacho. Yeah. Dan's about to get sponsored by the Saints. <laughs> That'd be badass. Who that nation? Ooh, Shit. Man. Let's say Final thoughts, Dan. I used to live that way. <laughs> Final thoughts, Dan Perry. Me? Oh, I don't have any. Up with hope, down with dope. I like it. <laughs> 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 Jimmy, I was I wasn't Wait, I gotta, that. <laughs> man, I had to think about that. Hold on. Oh. I, got oh, it. I could go so many places with that right now. Uh, Jimmy, final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I'm just here, man. Good talking to all y'all. Have don't feel like I've talked to most of y'all since Dill Hollow for real. Trying to make it. Yeah, just trying to make it, man. Just I'm an island it. boy just trying to make it. 
Just trying to make me out here trying to make. <laughs> hey Jay, hey Jay, you want to see my Jay? Final Absolutely. Thoughts. Jay, final thoughts. Um, that's great, Jay. We're glad Milford. you're here. Yeah. Right, yeah. Deep thoughts. That name shall not be mentioned. <laughs> yeah. You got anything, Jay? No, I have nothing, dude. Nothing. As, I still got pain. I still got pain on my hands. I thought he was about I'll, to say I still uh, got my pants on. I was like, yeah. "What <laughs> is that? Not normal for your podcast?" I will. No, uh, I'm showing today. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll mail you a box of Kleenexes. <laughs> uh, Eastport Marina says, "What happened to Jay's face?" A little red. No, it's just his face, guy. It's okay. Yeah. What face? <laughs> All right, boys and girls, thanks for tuning in. As always, hope you guys enjoyed this uh, edition of After Hours Long Conversation. But uh, good stuff as always. We're here every Thursday, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock out on the West Coast. As always, boys and girls, tight lines, smooth pedal. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs, when in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.